Hello, Pat Zemer here with MagnaWave for the Tuesday edition of MagnaWave Office Hours. We come to you each Tuesday to answer questions, uh, help you with uh, thoughts about PEMF, questions about machines, training, devices, protocols, whatever it is that you'd like to discuss, we come to you on Tuesday mornings. And I'm getting ready to start up CastBox, and so we are live on CastBox now. Also, Tuesday edition of MagnaWave Office Hours to answer your questions about PEMF. If you have a question, just simply post Post it in the chat box and uh, we will answer it. If you would like to talk to me, uh, first I would like to ask you to share this uh, broadcast with your friends and uh, they can then ask questions if they have questions that they'd like to have answered. Uh, if you'd like to speak with me, please uh, give me a text at 502-599-9722 and I will give you a call back and uh, we can discuss whatever it is you'd like to uh, talk about uh, on the phone. And uh, if you'll do that, if you'll uh, give me a text and send me a uh, message, I will call you back. And I will also send you a copy of my uh, latest book, Pillars of Success, where it kind of talks about how we started MagnaWave, what happened, how it went, uh, different tactics that we used uh, to help develop our business that I think could be very beneficial for anyone out there who's looking to build their business or start a business. Also, there's many other authors in the book who are sharing their experiences with success and how they became a pillar of success. And uh, so there's just a lot of great ideas in that book. So give me a text, 502-599-9722. I'll call you back, answer your questions, and send you a copy of my book. So uh, that's pretty exciting. The book's doing very well, and it's uh, been great to participate with Jack Canfield, who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. And uh, so we're always excited uh, to do that. So if you have any questions, just simply post them there and I will be more than happy to answer them. Let's see who's with us uh, this morning. Uh, Northern Lights, Tracy Walker's with us. Uh, Kathy's with us this morning. Uh, Gayanne is with us. And uh, so if you have a question, good morning, Maureen. Uh, Dion's with us again today, Dion. And um, so great. Good morning. Thank you for being with us. We're glad that you're all here. And again, we just are uh, happy to come to you. We've had some questions and these questions come up a lot. Uh, and along the way, and I'll just uh, get to them and answer them. Can I treat a horse or an animal while they're wet? And uh, the answer is yes. Uh, there's really nothing going on. There's there's no power that could get to the animal. Now, <clears throat> with that said, you want to make sure that your coils are sealed properly and don't have cracks in them and all that kind of stuff. We don't want to uh, inflict any uh, potential shocks to an animal. It's a nanosecond burst of energy, so there would, really wouldn't be a lot of serious issue, but uh, you want to just be cognizant of that to make sure that everything is uh, properly sealed and in good shape. Um, so uh, also, uh, so to treat while wet, you know, soaking wet, you know, it won't make any difference, but I wouldn't necessarily do that. I'd, you know, make sure the animal is relatively dry. So if you bathe your dog and you want to uh, treat it afterwards and it's still a little wet, fine. Same thing on a horse. If you bathed your horse, uh, given it, host it off so it would be cooler and then you kind of uh, bone it down with the uh, in a fashion and then uh, treat it that that's fine. Uh, likewise, the question is often asked, what about if the horse is eating? Is it okay to treat? Sure. I mean, there's, you're not doing anything to, now, if your horse is eating, you don't want to be treating around the neck and all that just for comfort purposes, just so they can eat and swallow and do everything that's normal for them to do. If you want to be treating their feet uh, while, they're, while they're having their meal or treating their hips or their back or their shoulders, that's all fine. Uh, top line, whatever, you can be doing a, a treatment. Do you want to be doing a treatment where you're very high on your machine if you're doing their, their uh, backs or whatever? No, you want to be a moderate in moderate uh, powered uh, type of treatment uh, when you're when you're doing that. So to, to answers to the two questions, if they're wet, yes, you can treat. It's not really a, a big deal. Um, if they, you know, again, if you're treating and they're wet, you probably want to be on a earth surface or a rubber surface uh, as opposed to being on the concrete. Uh, just for precautions and just for safety uh, would be the thing to think about. And then again, when they're eating, uh, it is certainly fine to treat while they're eating, just as long as you're not treating in such a manner that could interfere with the process of their uh, eating and swallowing 
and so forth. So if you uh, have any other questions, just simply post them. Uh, Stan talks about thanks for Wake Up Miracles. Your chapter was great and very helpful and inspirational. Thank you, Stan. I appreciate that. Uh, that was a great book uh, that I really enjoyed working with. And I'm uh, doing another book in that series as well, uh, the Wake Up series. And we're excited to, to be doing that, participating in a mastermind group that those doctors and, and practitioners have. And so I will certainly be sharing information from that group and uh, as we move along. I am going to do a whole series of interviews uh, with those folks uh, that will be on CastBox and on uh, be available on Roku, the Apple TV and the uh, Apple and the Fire Stick, the uh, uh, Prime Fire Stick. So uh, Amazon Fire Stick. So we're excited about that. We are uh, on Roku if you'd like to uh, look us up. And we're also on um, um, Amazon uh, Prime and the, the Amazon Stick and also Apple TV. So uh, with all of our programs, they're all broken down by various small animal, large animal, bovine, uh, sports therapy, light therapy, vibrational therapy with Dr. Brannon. All of these things are covered in individual channels on Roku. So you can uh, keep up with what's going on. And uh, we're working to add more content um, all the time. So uh, taking a little longer than I had hoped it would to get get the content gathered, get it properly labeled so I can upload it easily. Speed is an issue, but that's neither here nor there. So anyway, you got a question, post it in the uh, chat box. I'd be happy to answer the question. Send me a text 502-599-9722. I'll call you back and have a conversation with you about whatever it is you'd like to discuss. Uh, what are your thoughts on treating children? My nine-year-old is so interested in the machine and keeps asking if he can have a treatment on his legs. He gets growing pains. Uh, the answer is it's fine. Uh, typically, uh, there's been a lot of various uh, situations where children have been treated. Uh, the question that comes up is what about interfering with the growth platelets and, and so on and so forth? Well, you're not treating for a period of time that you're going to disrupt anything. Uh, you're treating for a short period of time, five or six minutes on a sore ankle, sore knee. The kids play sports. I know that Elaine's uh, children and Elaine will be joining us shortly. We have a giveaway today. And so uh, she'll be joining us and uh, we'll be giving away whatever it is. I forget what it is uh, that, that they're giving away, but we'll be doing that and she'll be joining us. But at any rate, I know that she treats her children and, um, and her son plays baseball, basketball, football, all that kind of stuff. He's 10 years old and uh, um, yes, 10 years old and, and has some issues once in a while, sore back. He, they get wrenched just like anyone else does. They can wrench a back, twist a knee. And so when you're dealing with children, uh, it's typically been fine. Certainly if it's something that's that serious and you're, and you're addressing the health and wellness of your own child and you want to know what to do, talk to your doctor. It's always best to uh, bring the doctor into the scenario. Uh, we've been getting a lot more more as things develop and people see this and people understand what's going on. It was, it was very interesting uh, just this last week. There was somebody that I was talking to about the therapy. Uh, and so he goes home and he's talking to his mom and his mom says, I'm supposed to go to someplace. My doctor told me to go to MagnaWave and get some treatments. And he said, oh my gosh, he's a painter and he's overpainting our new buildings and, and doing some stuff. And, and so he was just amazed. That, and I've been talking to him about it. He says, I'm going to let you treat my back one of these days and, and we're going to do that. And, and within all of a sudden he goes home and he talks to his mom and his mom says, well, yeah, I'm supposed to go to MagnaWave. And he said, okay, I need to find out more, more about that. So doctors are becoming more familiar. They're seeing what's going on. They're seeing that uh, someone can use this for their health and wellness to feel a little better, to help uh, temporarily relieve some, some issues. And so that's, that's what it's all about. And that's what we're doing. So again, send me a text. No text coming through yet, but they will. 502-599-9722. And I'd be happy to uh, talk with you. So Donnell, I hope that helps um, with the situation with, with treating um, youngsters. <clears throat> again, in other countries, PMF is a more mainline form of therapy, and it's it's more understood and, and accepted in those countries. And they do a lot of things that we don't do, certainly here in the United States. We have a whole different set of rules to follow with regard to we don't diagnose, we don't treat anything, we don't heal anything. We're just providing an opportunity for the body to relax, feel better and better heal itself uh, as it goes along. And so, but we're working on that. We have studies that are being done. Uh, we have applications that are with the FDA. 
FDA for the various devices for various indications and all of that is uh, coming along. As you know, we are approved in Canada, Health Canada approved at this point, waiting for some final numbers or final results from the CE in Europe and that should be any moment that that will be uh, completed. Uh, some of the devices that we have, uh, we have applied for 510K FDA approvals for some of the digital devices. Uh, other devices uh, the, from the uh, uh, PMF Solutions family, they're working with the FDA as well to bring uh, things to, so we're just moving down those roads to better provide the services that you, the customers are looking for. Um, what about treating people or animals with a heart murmur? Again, you always want to talk to the doctor, to the veterinarian, get them understand what you're doing and what how you're going to approach it. Typically, you're dealing with a situation there that is a it, it is abnormal, but it is there and there is a heart murmur. You're not doing anything to the body to exacerbate that or cause that to be worse. Uh, but again, you always want to talk with your doctor. If you're treating someone who's got a heart murmur and you're treating their sore hip, uh, you know, you're, you're working on that or you're treating that horse's sore hip or the feet on the animal or whatever it is to provide better feeling and more comfort to the animal, uh, then that's something that you can, uh, you're not going to interfere uh, with anything like that. Dr. Marty talks quite a bit about some of his experiences with people who he's treated their animals. And then uh, as a second thing, he talks to them, to, talks to the people and have done some work with AFib and all types of situations. But, uh, and, and uh, uh, Dr. Amanda, our medical director has addressed that and we'll address it again in some of the uh, programs that we have with her. So a uh, great question. Uh, thanks for asking. Okay, can you talk about any of the studies that are currently underway? Sure can, Stan. Uh, we have a study at the Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit uh, for venous wound healing. That would be open wounds, cuts, uh, surgical wounds, things like that, that we want to show uh, that the use of PEMF and MagnaWave types of devices will, in fact, speed the healing process, uh, reduce scarring, and those types of situations. That's going on to Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit at the uh, um, uh, Long Beach Veterans Hospital in California. Uh, they're doing a, a study on bed source and the situation to if someone is in a bed and, and certainly they develop bed sores, if you can put them on the mat to improve the circulation around the area so the, so the, the blood vessels and the skin and everything remains strong and supple and then thereby deferring the development of bed sores, or in fact, if they're there to help them heal more rapidly, that's what they want. You know, you get a bed sore and you continually irritate it, it's gonna continually to worsen and to not be comfortable. And so if you can, if you can heal it more rapidly or keep it, keep it from developing, bingo, you win. So those are the two studies that are actively going on at this point. We have done studies, Stan, in Cuba. We've done a study on prostate uh, cancer and prostate inflammation. Uh, we did a study on lumbar back pain, uh, knee pain, um, and we've done a study uh, on incontinence. Uh, in uh, Cuba, and those studies are available on the website that you can have a look at and see uh, what's there. Once we get further down the line with some studies in the U.S., then those studies can be brought into the fold as far as being part of application or part of understanding with the FDA. Being done outside of the country, the FDA would typically prefer that you have localized studies, peer-reviewed, uh, so forth, that are there. But once you get down that road, you can bring the other things that you've done with substantiation. And, and again, the, the study, the secret, or not the secret, the, the element of studies is something that can be replicable. There's been a lot of cases where someone has said, oh, this will do that, or that'll do this. And here we did this test and this study, and then oh, here it is. And then you ask the question, did you do it a second time? Did someone else do the same study and get the same results? So they like replication. They like things that they know uh, can be uh, replicated. And, and that's always uh, the situation that we're dealing with there. Okay, 502-599-9722. Give me a shout. I'd be happy uh, to talk with you.
Uh, let's see, speaking of the FDA, which approved uses do we currently have? Uh, Terry, that's a great question. It's not approved uses at this point because each device with the FDA needs its, their approval is device specific. For example, there is a device that delivers PEMF that is used for glioblastoma brain tumors, and it is that device specific. That does not necessarily mean that someone cannot gain some benefit by using other devices to help the inflammation reduction, so on and so forth, uh, that they're achieving, but those devices are not necessarily FDA approved. There are four or five various areas of FDA approval now with PEMF therapy, incontinence in women, uh, non-union bone fractures, uh, they use it for autism and depression. There's a text coming through. We're going to talk with somebody. That's a good deal. And so there are areas that the modality is approved, but it is specific to each device. And that's where it gets very uh, interesting because you got to go through the whole process. If you want to supply studies, if they require studies, depends on which level of the FDA that you're looking for, class one, class two, class three, they, they all get more difficult as you go into it. Class one is the over-the-counter. Over counter type of uh, device that many of you see in the uh, in the stores that are available. We've typically always kind of fallen into that area as an off-the-shelf wellness device and, and it kind of fits fits that area. Then you can go into different classes to to for specific indications or that your device is very, for example, I talked about the Optune. Someone could come in with the device and say, we're doing the same thing as the Optune using the same type of technology as the Optune. And we want to deal with inflammation reduction of the shoulders, head, neck, brain, however they wanted to describe that. And the FDA will look at that and base, that's called a predicate approval. So the FDA will say, okay, that, that's correct. This device is very similar to, the, to this device and they want to do about the same thing. So We'll prove that one also, and as a as a predicate device, and and so that's how a lot of those things uh, are developed, um, and so that's how it how it proceeds. So let's go. Let's see any other speaking of the FDA. Good afternoon. Um, any studies that are currently underway? <clears throat> any research on how it helps with MS or multiple sclerosis? I don't know that there's a specific study. I, I think if you were go to Google or go to PubMed and put in, which I can't, don't have the time right now to do, but we can have a look at that and pull up MS with PEMF, and you'll probably find that there's been some cases and situations where they've used PEMF to uh, for various uh, indications of MS, and they and they'll show their results. I do know that we've had people with MS that have used the devices. They've been very comfortable. They've felt good about what's going on. As you know, we have countless um, uh, testimonials with folks who have suffered from Parkinson's and it helps calm their 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 symptoms that they're experiencing and, and maybe helps reduce some of the amount of the medication and, and so forth. Now, in, in, and again, you don't want to always talk to the doctor. You always, always want to understand what you're doing. But if you're going to treat someone with MS, be very forward, talk to the doctor, get the approvals of what you want to do, and then, and then have a look at it. We're not treating to heal anything. And we don't diagnose that we can do that with any particular indication. But you can certainly discuss it and go forward with it. If you're talking about an animal, animal that has an issue, it kind of comes down. If improved blood flow and improved blood oxygenation, the potentiality of improved blood oxygenation will be beneficial to the condition of an animal and, and how that relates to other animals and other beings, so on and so forth. If oxygen and blood flow are great, then that's a good thing. And that's what we're basically doing. We're not in with, with regard to many other uh, indications. Okay, let's go to my phone here. I've been, I've been asking for this. Oh, uh, open. Elaine, um, let your daughter in. This is Elaine. Oh, I want to let Elaine in. Let's come back over here to, uh, all right. Whoop, where we go? I'm here. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> what's up? What are you doing? Okay. So, we just been talking. I've been answering some questions from the folks and uh, going through some stuff. And that's kind of where we are. I know. So, I saw, I do want to say two, I want to add to two things. You said, you talked about the studies. There is one at the University of Colorado Boulder right now. That's right. That's right. Yep. Go that ahead. is on um, doing a um, host of different things, but mostly about brain function and uh, some pain relief in there as well with um, 
with the Magnolia machines as well. So that's going on at the University of Colorado Boulder. And then, Dad, I want to share my screen because I want to show everybody um, something in the practitioner portal that I think everybody who is a practitioner would find really cool. Is that okay? All right. You go right ahead. Okay, I'm going to share my screen. Well, I'm going to attempt to. Uh, let's see if we can make this full screen here. Let me, let me go away and then... Um... Well, I think you went away there, Dad. Okay. So, oh, um, I'm, oh, I'm back. back. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm going to share my screen really quickly. Let's pick this one. Share. Hopefully everybody can see. Um, I'm in the practitioner portal right here on our website. Um, if you're a practitioner, you can easily log into this. Um, you get the tons of information here. Um, everything you could ever need if you are a PMF practitioner is here. And one of the, a lot of you are asking for research. Um, if you go to this research tab over here in the corner and you go animals and pets, um, you will see that we have PDF documents of all PMF research involving pets um, that you can easily print out um, here. Household pets, small animals. I mean, it goes on and on. Um, tons of stuff here for household, for animals and pets, including uh, large animals. And then we have people here. If you are um, a practitioner with us and what? Blaine, can what? they search that page? And he, on here, yes. So you could filter here by different types of it, issues here for the humans, right? So that's, mm -hmm. there you go. And so this is all of it. And these are all downloadable PDFs from PubMed um, that are all studies involving anything that you uh, would, somebody has a question about and they would like some actual, you know, um, hard evidence that's right here. So um, we also have explanations up here for some of the words that are commonly used. So there you go. If you guys are looking for research and you are looking for you know clinical trials, anything involving PMF, we have indexed them and put them all in one place for you. So there they are. Um, I think that's a really great thing. Also, we have these marketing materials. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but we have everything that you could ever need in terms of marketing for the practitioners. And a lot of people aren't aware that this stuff is here. I mean, there is just so much stuff that's easy to download and print. That's just all at their fingertips. So we also do logo designs. We have email templates for people if they have questions, want to answer them. Um, you know, we have practitioner event marketing requests. If you're going to a show and you'd like us to be involved in your marketing, uh, we would be happy to, um, you know, we, we have a piece of our budget that we give every quarter to helping our practitioners with some of the bigger shows or marketing things that they want to do that they may not have the budget to do yet. So all of that is available in the practitioner portal. So I think that's something that's really great um, for people who are looking for, you know, more information and, you know, more resources. That's incredible. I didn't realize, and I know you've been changing the website, a lot of things going on there. Uh, we've always talked about the research pages and all of that, but to have it PDF form that someone can print and, and use is, is fantastic. Yeah, it's great for if you're talking to a doctor or a medical professional. You always tell people not to pretend like you're a doctor or a medical professional, but if they, you should be talking to them. And sometimes uh, it's not always as easy to speak on their level and you shouldn't have to pretend to, but you can, you know, give them some really good evidence and some really good information so that if you are working with somebody that has multiple sclerosis or you are working with somebody who has cancer and you want to talk to the doctor and say, hey, I'm changing, adding this modality. They would like to add this modality. Here's some information to give to your doctor um, so that they will understand what's going on, you know, to the fullest extent of what you're going to be doing. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Giveaway today. We do have a giveaway today. So also one of the things that we do for our practitioners is um, every quarter we do fun uh, giveaways. We do stuff where they can win an attachment of their choice. So uh, we started it about a week and a half ago and it's been going on for about a week and a half. So we have a fun wheel that I love to spin. So I, I didn't want to miss out on this. That's why I had to join you for office hours because I, I love the wheel. Where's the wheel? There it is. Okay. Okay. So it's got everybody's name who participated in our giveaway. So if you are a practitioner and you are in the giveaway, you do not have to be present to win, but I'm hoping that you are. So Chris, do you want to go ahead and spin it? And then when it's spinning, I don't think they can hear us. So we had to be quiet for a second. Okay. okay. All right. Ready? Spin it up. Spin it up. I think it's spinning. Here we go. Oh. 
Is it there? Okay, yay! Sherry Trigo. Congratulations, Sherry. Sherry, it's an attachment of her choice. Isn't that cool? Sherry Trigo, attachment of her choice. That's cool. Yeah, it's fun. So we do those every, uh, we try to do them once a month, but usually it's about every quarter. Uh, right. We try to get in there and have fun ways for everybody to interact. If you are a certified nine-way practitioner and you are in the certified group on Facebook, please request to join today. It is an excellent group. And one of the best things about it is, is that it was the first PMF group on Facebook. I can um, attest to this because when we started it, there was literally no other PMF groups. We searched them up. There was nothing. It was just, and it was like the first week that Facebook ever had a group. And so uh, da my dad started it and it was, it's got what, like 10 years worth of content in there from doctors, veterinarians, chiropractors. It's searchable um, from other practitioners. Everybody's very supportive. And like I um, like to say, you know, MagnaWave isn't a competition. It is a Oh gosh, I forgot my my own saying there, but it's not a competition. It's a group. We're a family. Like we work together. So everybody in there is very like-minded and they everybody helps each other. It's just an excellent resource. So if you are certified and you haven't joined the group yet, you're missing out on a lot of fun prizes and um, all the latest information immediately. Perfect. Perfect. Well, we had a drawing. That's exciting. Anything else we need to discuss, Elaine? I got somebody here that I want to call. Okay. Do you want me all to right. go, Elaine? No, you can stay. Hold on. Let me call okay. him up. This is Ralph. Hello? Hello? Hey, Ralph, uh, turn your speakers off on your computer. Turn your speakers off on your computer. Okay. So you're... There we go. There you go. Perfect. Can you hear me, Ralph? Yes, I can. Okay. So you had a question about your wife. Yeah, she had a hip surgery, and she has it was a, it was a call it bipolar semi arthroplasty, and um, she still has the acetabulum, the, the socket, but then they took off the the head and the the, the first arm, and and they put a metal implant in there, and so. Uh, all, all I have to go on is a question whether um, it's safe to use it over a metal implant. Over the years, it's been uh, our our position and we found we always want to make sure they're comfortable, but typically treating over an implant is not a problem. Okay. You should be able to just go right ahead and treat so she can be comfortable uh, and uh, gain some uh, quicker recovery. Okay. The other question I had, and this is, a little, if I may move on. Yes, go right ahead. Okay, um, I have a condition um, that where I have ataxia, I'm staggering some, and um, possibly it's possibly um, normal pressure hydrocephalus. And uh, with that condition, then um, uh, you have ataxia, the staggering. Uh -huh. You may have a little memory disturbance. Uh, you may pee. Well, you don't when you don't want to. Those are some of the, some of the symptoms. Correct. The, the question is, what I have is a MagnaWave um, semi five. Correct. And then I have the the, the double loop uh, attachment, and then I have a single big single uh, round loop, and then I have a little about eighteen to twenty four uh, mat. Mm -hmm. And um, if I'm wanting to apply this to my to my brain, my head area. Is there any any particular way is better, safe, not to use or what I would do, what I'd recommend initially would be you could sit in a chair, uh, place the large loop over your head shoulders, like Elaine is showing right now. She's put the large loop over her head, resting on her shoulders, and she's going to be treating her head, neck, and lungs at that time with that, which is very beneficial for everything that you're potentially talking about. You certainly want to talk to your doctor, tell them what you're doing. Maybe if you if semi five, you could show it to your doctor if they so de desired it. You could take it like she's done with the butterfly and just place it right on the head as she's showing there, demonstrating there. And again, <laughs> I'm not that. Is that now? Oh, are you are you watching on the um, TV? Are you watching on Facebook? Are you? Um... No, now on Facebook. I, I it's on the just the, just the, 
what I have is a live, a live Tuesday seminar. On the website? Yeah. Oh, you should be able to see both of us in the screen. I don't know what's going on. Okay, now. now, now she's now Elaine is. Oh, Elaine there's is a here. delay. There's a delay. So you're <laughs> took it a second for it to catch up. <laughs> there is a delay. So when when I'm talking, it takes anywhere from 15 to 20 seconds or longer to show up on Facebook or show up on the on the feed. So that's what it is. But you're seeing how she is demonstrating now how you can place the coil on your shoulders or on her head uh, and and be able to improve circulation. I do that. I have a device. I sleep with the B2 and some nights I'm treating my my head and I, it's under my pillow. Other nights I move it down to do my hips so I can uh, treating my prostate and so forth. And uh, just kind of I move that mat around. You can accomplish the same thing with the mat that you have. You can uh, like I said, you can you could you could put your mat uh, in a chair and lean back with it, have some of it in the back of your head and the other and the other half of the mat on your lungs. And so you're treating again the whole area up and down uh, with the mat in that fashion. And uh, but typically you're going to help your blood flow. And and uh, when I noticed, I noticed what happened to me is I'm 71. And uh, as we all do, you know, you do it all the time. Uh, it, people forget things that they're wanting to talk about. And so all of a sudden I'd find myself searching for words. And I thought I'm going to do what I can do to treat myself, to keep my blood flow and the oxygenation in my head and shoulders and, and lungs optimum. And when I started doing that on a regular basis, I found that I was searching less for words. Uh, and I just think that, that that viability in the head and shoulders and brain is, is very important. Okay. So I would say that if, you know, ideally, if, if the problem is the brain, you put it on the brain, but if you put it someplace else, does it still help the body? Absolutely. For example, and, and we used to talk about this, but if you treat your, if you put that mat, if you sit in a chair and you're sitting on that mat, you're going to improve your blood flow or your, you, you, we hope to improve your blood flow and improve the blood oxygenation in the blood. Where's that going? If you're sit, treating your back, where's it going to go? Up to your head. Where's it going to go? To your hips, to your knees. So you can really treat your whole body by just treating one area. Okay. But it's you get a little more, a little more bang for your buck if you treat the area of pain also. So okay. you you can you can nourish your legs by treating your back, but if your ankles are bothering you, treat your ankles also. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, is this is this something that's available every Tuesday then? Yes, we're on every Tuesday. Uh, well, once in a while we miss, but every Tuesday at noon. Okay. For, uh, Eastern time. Eastern time, correct. Okay, now uh, my little little uh, butterfly, as I put it over my head, and if I put it on the high dose, is that loud? Crack, crack, crack. Is that uh, endangering my ears at all? No. No. Now, I don't know that I'd put it on the highest setting if you're putting it on your head. You, your comfort is the key. So I'd put it on, on two or three maybe and uh, to treat your head and shoulders. You don't need to go all the way up to the high setting. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Your name is? Pat. Oh, you're Pat. Okay. Okay. Well, Pat, thank you so much. I hey, appreciate your help. Send an email to support at MagnaWave PEMF, and I'll send you a copy of my new book. Okay. Uh, again, what's the address? Support at MagnaWave PEMF.com. And okay. uh, then they'll respond back. Great. And we'll, I'll send you a book. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome, Ralph. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ralph had some very good questions. What do you think, Elaine? Yeah, that was perfect. I mean, that Ralph did have some really good questions. I get I get asked a lot about the uh, directional flow of the, the magnetic field through the coil. So okay. a lot of people don't realize that it's a fountain here, so that it's coming up. You know, the strongest point is actually, you know, in the center, the magnetic field's in the center. People are always asking about, what I think is very interesting is polarity. Um, recently, a lot of people have talked about polarity and, um, you know, there's some there's some PMF companies out there that say things like, well, our coils have a negative and a positive polarity and nobody else's does. And I, I do want to, you know, touch on that a little bit that all PMF can, can switch polarity. I mean, it could be negative or positive. Um, e 
that's just the the nature of PMF. It doesn't have one um, steady pole because it's not an actual magnet. It's it's a magnetic field, so that can flip flop. So um, I just think a lot of people are confused about that. They think, oh, it's a magnet, so it's got to have one type of polarity or the other on either side, and that's not correct. Correct, and and that's that's by design in the various devices, and you know somebody and, and I've always maintained this: the the value is the magnetic field, how what effect that can potentially have on the body with oxygenation and blood flow and the animals and so forth, and so that's that's the basis. And if you can improve that, you can do a lot of things. But somebody will tell you, well, you got to do it here and you got to do it like that. It's got to be this strength and it's got to be that waveform. And I, as Dr. Pollock discovered, all the waveforms work. Dr. Dennis found that one or two of the waveforms are more effective more rapidly than some of the others. They all work, but you want to try to hone in on what's going to provide you with the best healing uh, capabilities. That's what they found out in NASA. And so there's a lot of things and people will tell you a lot of stuff and then you got to and it gets you confused. Sometimes you know too much. Yeah, I sometimes people overthink, you know, there's a little bit as well. If you're talking to a bunch of different people about a bunch of different types of uh, machines or, you know, whatever, it really is important to do the research and ask the right questions. And unfortunately, in our industry, a lot of people aren't educated. They don't know what questions to ask. It's like going to buy a car when you've never you've never driven before. You don't need to make sure that it breaks because you don't know that you need them because you've never driven a car before. Little things like that error. People aren't asking the right questions. So I think it's important. We've been hearing more and more about um, some of these misnomers that are out there about um, PMF. And I think it's important to address, you know, the way that that PEMF functions is is pretty much the same. A lot of PMF works, most PMF works. So uh, making sure that you know what questions uh, to ask and making sure that you are educated is very important. Um, there shouldn't be anything that should be hidden in that process when you're purchasing a um, piece of equipment. You know, it's interesting that you say that. When I wrote my first book, um, it, they, I was coached. They said, okay, you're, what you want to do is you want to take the, write down the 10 questions that you're asked most often. And so I did that and I answered those questions. And then they said, but here's the thing you want to do is you want to cover those questions. So people get the information that they're looking for, but then you want to go to write down the 10 questions that you're not asked that people should have asked you. And so you can be more clarity, bring more clarity to the situation. And that's what you've shared. You, you've shared what people are asking, but there are things that people don't ask that they should. That's where talking to one of our marketing professionals or not marketing, but one of our product specialists can help you bring those questions to the surface that you're not asking. Yeah, I was recently speaking with Jerry with the AOPP, which if you are not familiar with the AOPP, it's an awesome organization. It's it's at pmfprofessionals.com. This is an independent organization that is kind of dealing with some of these issues. They've reached out um, to us and we have been very forthcoming with them because we see this problem across the PMF industry and there's other uh, manufacturers and distributors that have joined on there with AOPP as well as practitioners. And you know what they are looking to do is really help those people because what they're getting a lot of after the purchase, somebody will buy a machine from somewhere overseas or from somewhere in the United States and it's not necessarily what they thought it was or, and then they, they're coming and reaching out to the AOPP or they're reaching out to other manufacturers to get explanation because you know, understanding what you're getting and how to use it is so very important. And that's one of the things that we really try to push here at MagnaWave is it's not necessarily brand related, it's education related because it hurts the whole um, industry if, if people don't know what they're doing. So if you are looking for a PMF machine or you are looking to get some guidance on um, finding you know, the right results or you're a practitioner and you don't have a lot of support, check them out at AOPP, um, that's pmfprofessionals.com because you know Jerry is working really hard, Dr. Jerry is working very hard over there to set that, um, you know, that industry and standard. That's excellent, and 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 we support that a hundred percent to bring things uh, to the table that are that are true uh, and accurate. Let's talk about being accurate. Yes, not that someone's not telling the truth, but sometimes they say things that are not totally accurate, and it paints a picture of the entire industry. And that's the whole purpose of the AOPP is to try to bring everybody to the same page. Correct. Correct. So I recommend and there's great research research page over there on AOPP. If you are looking again, PMFprofessionals.com, they have an excellent research page um, where you can find other PMF studies as well. 
Yes, it looks like everybody's enjoying the uh, page that you showed them on the website. A lot of good comments about that, that they're able to print those PDFs and uh, share with their friends. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's interesting in print or speaking, if you can back something up with print and, and whether it's a PDF or whatever it is, but the pictures that are on those testimonials and the, and the, the stuff that goes with it uh, is, is amazing. And that's always, always fun. Yeah, if you're a practitioner with us and you have not like thoroughly gone through that practitioner portal, I recommend that you do it and you come back regularly. We are posting stuff there, new stuff there all the time. Like it is great. Also, if you are a practitioner with us and you do not have the MagnaWave app, I highly recommend that you get that as well. It is an excellent app. Um, there are tons of guidelines in there. There's ways to track your sessions um, and share those sessions with the owner the trainer or the doctor you are working with. So it's really a great place for you to uh, keep track of everything and see the latest stuff as well as, and I saw that you talked about it earlier, dad, the, um, the, the biohacking is that, is that only on Roku or is it on the fire stick as well? It's on the Fire Stick. It's on Apple TV, and there'll soon be an individual app for iPhones and for the Android devices that you'll be able to uh, pull up the channel and watch the various programs uh, from your phone or your mobile or your device, whether it's an iPad, computer, whatever it is. But it is on Roku, Apple TV, and uh, Fire Stick. So, how would they get that if they're if they're on their Fire Stick? They can simply search it um, as like a regular. Uh Correct. There's a place that they can search. So they go on there, they hit the search button and they start searching biohacking wellness and uh, uh, hopefully everything works and it and the channel will come up. And uh, in some cases it comes up as an independent. And so they have to select it that they want to see the channel, but then it'll be there all the time. Just like you add, you know, you go on to your, uh, those of you who've cut the cord like we did years ago, but you, you go up and you do that and you select Netflix or Prime or whatever it is, uh, you select those particular areas areas and then what's available on those uh, particular things are available. Your apps where you update your apps on your phone or on your, you know, in, on your Fire Stick or your um, Apple TV. Okie doke. Elaine, are you frozen? Because I think yeah. Elaine, oh, are you back? I think we're back? We're back now. You were frozen. <laughs> I, you were frozen too. I was like, where do we go? <laughs> okay, so that's great. And a lot of people, did you remind them earlier about signing up for Alexa as well? We are actually on the um, we are on the Alexa devices. If you have that to sign up for the MagnaWave skills, I think that's an excellent thing that a lot of people don't realize. You get that that uh, skill of the day, right? The tip of the day, the MagnaWave tip of the day. Yeah, uh, you go on that is correct. Go to Alexa, sign up for, uh, and, and Alexa's sitting here talking to me while we're talking about her. <laughs> She's trying to answer the question. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a great that's a great service as well. So there's tons of information besides these office hours on Tuesday. So let's see. Do we have any more um, questions? Someone asked something. Somebody, did you see this question about horses burping? No, I didn't see that. Let's see here. Said, have you ever experienced a horse burping during treatment? Burping? The vet started making sound and then he burped. The vet is coming out today to see if there's anything going on as horses shouldn't burp. And I did not know that. Huh. I didn't either. So uh, obviously, if, if they shouldn't do that and the vet's coming out, it'd be interesting to uh, to hear what they what they have to say. Um, interesting. Need to learn more. Yeah, it seems like you probably just got um, the gut moving a little bit. Maybe there was something in there that was bothering it and, and it, it was working it out. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, we see that a lot with colic, you know, where um, there's there. I talked to a woman this weekend who was telling me about a horse that had colic. And, you know, it, and we've heard this before where it just could they the vet had said there's nothing else we can do. Um, the, it, I guess it had surgery already. And then, you know, this it was colicking again. So um, she decided to start using the MagnaWave on uh, this horse. And within like two hours after a couple sessions, the horse was up and eating and and going to the restrooms. That's amazing. Like that's the type of stuff where you can really get that gut moving. And hey, it works for people too. It's not a fun topic, but you know, it's one of those things. If you, if you have some indigestion or some, uh, what's a polite way to say it? Bowel um, issues. Yes. Blockages. It's always good. You know, if you're working, trying to work something like that out, you can use the, the MagnaWave or use PMF on those areas by just, you know, sitting on the coil. There you go. Just like, just like I use the uh, coil for uh, prostate. Yeah, that's a big one. We've gotten a lot about prostate, a lot of prostate questions recently. 
Well, and, and I wasn't going to necessarily cover this today because I want to get more detail. But uh, having a have a friend uh, who was uh, five or six months ago uh, uh, diagnosed with uh, cancer of the prostate, and they wanted to uh, do some things and wait four or five months and do another biopsy and so on and so forth. And they did an MRI last week and came back and looked at the MRI and uh, no cancer visible. Wow. And, and that's and, the thing. It, it didn't, the machine didn't do anything, right? The machine just allowed the body to take, to do what it wanted to do, which was to get rid of that, that, that problem. Sure. And, and uh, so hopefully that's the case and hopefully it stays that way. We all feel that way. I know for my case, it's been six years now uh, that I, since I had my uh, prostate scare, if you will, and everything is, I get checked up uh, twice a year, but everything is fine. And uh, I'm very happy with that. Yeah, I have a, a family friend who was getting up five to six times a night to go to the bathroom. And finally, um, I convinced him to try the MagnaWave and he started using it at home in the evenings for about 20 minutes. Um, and he only goes to the bathroom once, if at all now in the middle of the night. And I said, well, so do you like that machine? And he was like, you'll take it away from me over my dead body. Like, I love it. He used it every night. He's like, it's changed my life. I mean, he would get up so often that it, he never really slept well, you know, and that that was he didn't necessarily have an issue in terms of, well, that's an issue, but I didn't have any cancer or any of those issues. But as you age, that, that's something you have to deal with. And women have the same thing with incontinence. Um, and you don't necessarily have to be old to have this issue with women because, um, you know, having children can cause these issues, even no matter what your age is. So it's really important to, um, you know, just work, on, you know, using the machine to allowing your body to be as healthy as possible. Absolutely. And that, that's what it, that's what it's all about. And that's one of the challenges that I'm trying to spend more time working on is is talking with doctors, getting them to for getting them to understand how they can try it in their practices and what it can be used for. And as I shared earlier, it's, I've been amazed that all of a sudden more and more doctors are cognizant. They are taking the time to see what's available out there to help their 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 clients in an integrative manner. I mean, you know, they can tell you to go to Walgreens and buy a little tens device and treat your shoulder, or they can tell you to go buy a heat device or whatever. And so they're they're learning these things and from an integrative position. That's things that they're recommending for their uh, clients to maybe get some good results with. Yeah, I think the community as a whole, even in the in the equine world and in the human world, our community as a whole is changing the, their minds on the way that we take care of ourselves and the way we live our lives. Um, even 10 years ago, like people, it was more about prescriptions. It was more about just going to the doctor where now people are really taking a look at them, their health and themselves and really looking at some of these um, different options and different modalities working with their doctors. And, and really that has been um, something where a lot of the people that, you know, we talk two years ago who thought this was crazy or who thought that, you know, just didn't even care about how they ate. Now that everybody's kind of changing um, their mindset on how they take care of themselves. And I think that's kind of starting to trickle up to some of the healthcare professionals where they're like, wow, if my patients want this and they want, you know, to have those other options, I should provide them. Sure. And that's how it developed into the, in the equine world. You know, I've told the story. I was crazy to begin with. It's got to be illegal. <laughs> it's got to be snake oil. Uh, it's working. Now I need to use it on my horses. And <laughs> so it just followed that whole progression. Yep, yep. Let's see if we have any more questions. Um, okay. So what somebody did, um, Shannon did say that she has a horse that burps regularly. Um, they said they don't usually burp, but they do sometimes. They think, it, so that's that's interesting. It's a rare, it's a rarity to have the, the horse burp. And, and, and the, Lisa says that the vet is concerned that it may be gastrocolic. And certainly, if you have that situation, you want to have it checked and have the vet know what it is and what you need to do to, uh, to help it. I completely agree. All right, well, you're almost out of time now, Dan. We are. Time's flying. Uh, if you have any questions, simply post them quickly and we'll be get, a, get up to uh, answer them and uh, get you the answers that you're looking for. This program will be uh, downloaded and then re-uploaded onto uh, the uh, biohacking wellness pages. Uh, and so you'll be able to find the office hours there as well as small animal, large animal, bovine, sports therapy, the whole, the whole group of uh, information. Well, I can share something really quickly. It's cool on our website since people okay. like that. Okay, I'm going to share my screen again. Hold on. Okay, here we are. So if you go over to the Education Center and uh, go to Video Library, 
This is also searchable and it has a ton of information. Like all of the old office hours are here. Um, and then you can search by words um, like I'll do Myers. Let's see if uh, for Dr. Myers. Um, let's see. Does that not come up? No, oh, there we go. All right. So you can see all of Dr. Um, our medical director, Dr. Amanda Myers uh, wellness webinars are all here. So no matter what you're looking for, you can easily search it here and you can also do um, different. We have different um, segments that you can you can look for as well. So, I mean, it's a great place if you're wanting to learn more about MagnaWave or you're wanting to just learn more um, about a certain part of MagnaWave or how to use it. Um, it's this is an awesome video library that shows you everything even overviews over the machines themselves. So a lot of people don't realize that this is here and it's a resource um, for our practitioners. I saw your uh, overview yesterday, Elaine, on the Julian Duo. Yeah, right here. <clears throat> yeah, that was, that was great. I don't know if Chris has got that in the, in the queue here, but that'd be interesting to, to see at some point. Uh, but that, that was an excellent video on the new, um, well, what's this? Oh, there I am. I don't know. I'm gonna show you the Julian Can they hear that? I love this unit because it's two hands in one place. It also uses our two Getting it through the computer. We'll we'll uh, pull it up and, and get it later. But it is available there on the website as, as you were discussing. So let's see if anyone else has sent a text to uh, have a conversation. Um, no, but that's all right. Ralph is going to get a signed copy of Pillars of Success. And then we really enjoyed that. And I do have more copies of the Wake Up Miracles. Uh, the whole series uh, of that book uh, coming. And so I'll be able to uh, autograph and send some more of those uh, in the future. Yeah. And congratulations to Sherry Trigo for winning the, um, the attachment of her choice. And if you haven't signed up for my business builder class, I do have some um, openings for the next six weeks. Uh, so that's, I, it's about starts next month, but it's a great class. We have been um, having a really good time with it. Here, here's the book. We have a workbook. So check it out. If you are in the, if you have a, a machine already and you're wanting to start a business, if you um, have been in business for a while and you're looking to just kind of refresh everything, I took a lot of the mistakes that dad and I made over the years and um, made sure that they didn't make them themselves. Yeah. <laughs> they, all, they get to profit off of our pain. So it's a great way. It's a great way to really learn and meet a community of people who are looking. And I've had people that have been in business for 10 years in these classes um, that have been in business for two years, three years. Like a lot of times they just want to refocus and uh, get it. Go we talk about everything from branding to QuickBooks. So it's a great way to uh, get your business rocking and rolling. And again, it's live. It's a, there's about 10 people in each group. If, a little bit less or more. Um, and we really work together for six weeks to get their business to a whole new level. And we set a plan for you to really reach your goals over the next year or two. So it's an excellent course. If you're interested, please email support at mwpmf.com or message us on Facebook or uh, comment and we'll send you some more information. And you just gave me a title for a book, Profit From My Pain. There you go. Profit <laughs> From My Pain. Write it down. That'll be the next one we'll be signing next year. That's right. That's right. Okay, anything else? I think we're about out of time. Questions have kind of slowed down. We certainly appreciate everyone being here with us uh, today. And um, it's, it's always fun and it's always a learning experience. Thank you, Elaine, for joining me. Chris, thanks for keeping everything together. Emily, the whole crew at MagnaWay for helping out, uh, keeping us in line and helping us do this. We really appreciate it. So wave on to better health. Have a great week and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.